Welcome to the episode. I'm Lunchy. I'm Pabs. And I'm Sandy Star Viking. And today we're talking about Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Guacamole or salsa, quickly. Uh, salsa, for sure. Oh, both. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome aboard. Welcome, welcome aboard. Pabs. LB, what is the haps, brother? <laughs> we really need something new, don't we? Uh, forgive, forgive the intro. You, it'll mm. make sense to our viewers and listeners later, right? We're not really here to talk about corn chips or, or products of the corn chip family. Uh, we have Sandy Star Viking back in the house. Welcome, Sandy. Sandy. Hello, Welcome. hello, hello. So yes. good to be back here with you guys. Thank you for coming back. We need our applause button back. One and done is usually people's opinion. No, we, I don't, think. we don't, we don't have, have one. No, 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 no. We need the applause. I don't know. I I don't know. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. All right. Uh, Okay. Interesting episode. Super, super interesting. Well, I think this is going to be a um, interesting episode in the sense that it's going to galvanize our listeners, <laughs> right? It's, oh, it's look, like, w- then again. By the end of this episode, I think that you'll have a clearer idea about whether or not alien abductions happen mm. on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or you're unsubscribing, right? Like, there's, there's always <laughs> that chance. You, you and I are going to have a conversation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's like, I, I feel like this is quite a sensitive topic for people. I feel like anytime paranormal or alien come up, yeah. people, like, there's one group of people that go, yeah, it's possible. But we there's talk another, a lot about that. We do. Channel, you know, there's like, another group that go, aliens. oh, nah, I'm out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we'll see. And usually that's they've good. had anal probes, that's why. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> they just start nipping, going, no, there's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just, I just have problems down there. Yeah, that's think. right, I've got a bum leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're off to it early. Pabs. Um, all right, so we thought the best place to start with this episode is try to discern whether, you know, let's determine whether there is alien life out there and whether it's visiting Earth, right? Mm. So, Shall we not touch on why we're going to do that why is that important because we 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 touched on this in episode one no yeah. sorry episode <clears throat> two slash three yeah we touched on aliens and ufos yeah okay. and 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 for us like we didn't have a guest and we certainly didn't have a guest that had had experience with this sort of mm. stuff and so like we this is it in all its glory right like this is yeah, yeah, probably yeah. as close to the line as we're able to get right now mm. so that's why we're talking about it this week sorry i felt i had to clarify Okay. Yeah, and we need to touch on it because we're talking about alien abduction. So you know, we want to yeah. we want to shed light on the originating factor of it, which is mm. aliens. So, um, what is the Drake equation? Yeah. So the Drake equation is just a mathematical equation, which is um, basically tries to prove whether or not there's there's going to be life out in the in the uh, in the ether. Okay. In the equation, it touches on indicators that, that That's right. talk about probability probability factors. of existence. And a lot right? of those numbers that need to be punched into this equation are still unknown. Yes. Right? Oh, okay. yeah. So um, SETI, yes. the Search, Search for, for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, intelligence in is, New Mexico, is actually like 
there's a lot of programs at SETI that are uh, designed to actually come up with the answer of the numbers that need to be punched into this equation to mm. work out whether there's going to be life okay. in this ga- in this galaxy other than us. Right? Mm. Mm. They haven't determined it yet. No. Right? Mm. But there is, there is another mathematical thing which is called the Fermi paradox. Right? Which we touched on we have in touched those on episodes. Yeah. A Which, lot of people know about this, right? We basically look at the size of the galaxy and yep. the universe and everything there within yeah. and yeah. say, how many how many planets are there? If one in a thousand was X, if one in a thousand mm. of those Xs was X, and then if one of the, you know, you, you sort of sub, 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 mm. right down, and then still the equation says, well, there should be millions of life forms out there. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So very unlikely at this point that we're alone. Very <clears throat> unlikely. Personally, I agree. Yeah. With that. It it would be arrogant of us to assume yeah. that out of the entire mass universe, we are the best that there is to offer. Yeah. 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 And and further to that, the only. Yeah. Right. Well, that's kind of lonely. Kind of depressing, wouldn't it? Mm. Like. I don't know. Is anyone else depressed by that concept, like that we're the only uh, life forms that are intelligent enough to contemplate it, ourselves? It depresses me on a much yeah. deeper level. Mm. Like I'm stuck here with, you know, the Us. humdrum. <laughs> 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 That's horrible. No, 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 it is. Because, like, yeah, the concept of being able to just, like, remember the first time you met a foreigner. Like, and not only met them, I mean, you got to know their family and mm. you got to know about their their culture and the different things and how exciting it was to feel like you're a part of something else that isn't normal. Well, That's I had a, a different, like, when I was six, we came to Australia. That was a, a mm. whole experience. Was it positive? Oh, yeah, it was, it was highly positive. Yeah, yeah. right. So now like, put that on a cosmic scale, Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Holy absolutely. smokes, man. Absolutely. I'm all for it. So, like, a, straight off Jump Street, I'm going to go, and people know this, I'm for this. Right? I'm for it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday I, um, I was bored scrolling through Facebook videos, as one does, <laughs> and um, before it glitched out on me and shoved me out somewhere else, um, there was this footage, and it was a, of a, a, a man walking, obviously just a... a, a drawing of a man walking and then passing him were animals prehistoric animals growing in size so Mm. showing from the smallest prehistoric animal to the largest and watching the size of the sloth walking past it was taller than him watching all the different types of like elephant mammoth i thought to myself if we had to bring back all of the extinct animals and have Mm. them on earth now it would blow everybody's minds because well, we, as humans, we always live in the now yeah. and we look at our array of animals, not mm. including those that have gone extinct since, you know, 1980. And we look at the animals and we know our animals from this planet. We mm. understand our animals from this planet, but they're not only there, there's more, but it's all extinct. So even that we have so much more in terms of fauna and flora and, and animal wildlife than we realize, and yet mm. we just don't see it, so we ignore it, and it becomes a non-entity. So is that how we handle the idea of outside life? Well, you've just made me realize something. Where do extinct species go if they are indeed made up of energy like we are? Are we an extinct species from an alien planet? Mm. It's a conversation for another time. Well, think think about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the animals that have become extinct are alien looking. They're weird. Like there's that buck with this long prong with two points on. Weird animals that look alien. Mm. 
So on another planet, they have their own host of weird and wonderful animals and humanoid creatures. As you were talking, I was thinking, like, if you were to bring back those creatures, Mm. this would feel like an alien planet. Exactly. It wouldn't wouldn't be Earth. So so how how tied in are we to our surroundings that, that, Mm. you know, something as simple as... Well, I guess it's quite complex, but something as, you know, uh, I guess uh, simple as introducing new life forms could mm-hmm. make the planet feel like an alien planet. Well, here's Weird. the thing. There are discoveries being made, right? Like they're saying there's over 200 species found each year, 200 mm-hmm. new species, right? And like, did you, like you're seeing these big creatures coming now, like there's mm. like these Fucking, like there's been big spiders, but now there's these huge spider things and there's these huge bat things, mm-hmm. and it's like think oh. about the Mariana Trench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We what's don't know the what's down there. there. We mm. don't know. What's that? The writer that uh, uh, Jacques Cousteau? No, 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 no. The guy who came He's up with diver. all this like really dark stuff, like um, this. Uh, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm, right. <laughs> <Megal- laughs> I'm just thinking megalodons and giant squids. Uh, and Geiger. Uh, and, uh, no, anyway, no. it doesn't matter. Like so, yeah. I mean. That that uh, movie where they're digging down in the Marianas Trench and they they find something like they they just disturb something and it comes out and it's like <laughs> just eating everything. So um, the pendulum is swinging. <laughs> but that's true though, right? Yeah. We only know our lived experiences as a humanoid yes. race. That's mm. one of our weaknesses. Yeah, we yeah. just discredit and forget anything that doesn't fit into our narrative. Or anything that doesn't look okay in our auntie's shots of her safari trip. Imagine seeing some weird three-legged ocelot rhinoceros hybrid with four horns. You'd be like, what the hell? And yet they maybe existed. Yeah. yeah. We just don't see Imagine them Imagine being the first person that saw a platypus. Exactly. It's yeah, I can't get past the cow thing. And it's the milking a cow, I was just going to say. Oh, the milking the cow. <laughs> uh, still stranged out by kids. Um, so the question you've got to ask yourself straight off Jump Street is, do you believe that aliens yeah. exist? Yeah, is that yeah, a yeah, yes yeah. from you? Oh, you, that's 100%. You, you've come a long way, Pabs, since our first episode. Oh, yeah. You yeah, were I, relatively I, undecided. At that point. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that, I'm that proud episode, of you, you right? I'm going to come up with a badge <laughs> for you and you're getting it, right? Sandy, uh, I think I know the answer, but just do you, uh, do you believe that there are aliens somewhere out there in the cosmos? I believe that we are not the only life forms within the universe. And by life forms, I mean intelligent life forms. Sure. Mm-hmm. So with it, whatever you know, shape or form that takes, I do believe that we are not alone in the This is Sparta! <laughs> That's our yes button, by the way. That's our positive <laughs> confirmed, right? Because we didn't I have a it. confirmed button. I love it. That was, that was so eloquently put, but that was a big fat yes. Yeah. 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 And I'm obviously, like, I've said it before, I want to believe, but funnily enough with aliens, I just do believe. There's something mm. inside me that tells me yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Agree, agree. Okay. So the next question is, are they visiting Earth? This is where it becomes contentious, mm. right? Mm. I don't know. Sandy, you chip in first. What are your thoughts about aliens visiting mm. Earth? It's it's weird. It's hard to mention it without all my mind dovetailing with the other experiences I've had, the spiritual experiences, you know? And the they've been stuff. Numerous, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... I think so too. I think so. I mean, that went, that's where we then get into parallel universes, parallel dimensions. Are they within their own dimension, mirroring us, walking alongside us, and then they're able to cross over to observe and then cross back? I don't necessarily think they come physically in a UFO. Brrr, 
land down on Kikinkamba, drive down. I think oh, they're able to move and shift energetically between so dimensions and power your interpretation universes. of alien multi-dimensional is, is beings. Some, totally multi-dimensional. Is, is something just uh, well, I remember the story that you told us about the Viking, like cooling your stomach was it was it like weird stuff man that was in the car where you were like you you came to the realization that there was someone in there that Mm. had their hands in your Mm. stomach and was like yep and i now know this person's name i know what she looks like and i'm able to ask for help when i need it and feel that cooling energy when Mm. i'm really really ill and it's it's weird and doing my diploma right in clinical hypnotherapy i'm learning that everyone has these mentors slash helpers that are with them and are able to assist them when they ask for it Mm. Um, and Mm. these mentors or helpers can be used within the hypnotherapy session to actually facilitate healing of traumas so it's not a negative thing they actually help bring about full healing mentally and emotionally wow yeah wow so there's a, a real wish to help okay yeah perhaps are they visiting earth i think they are um there's been some evidence released by the u.s government even recently mm. the tic tac video i don't know whether you saw that i've seen lots of like british and russian videos that mexican have been declassified. chilean all the governments, governments around the world have, have since been 2015 they've been drip feeding them yeah. that mm. makes me question things a little bit in itself but mm. go on yeah and and you you can see this thing on their you know video they video this thing and, and it, there's just no conceivable way that this thing is a human-made aircraft Mm. you know it's something else yeah what is it i like that you pointed out and you 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 know you two perhaps didn't identify with aliens necessarily being of ufos because i make that same distinction right like Mm. i i think that there is a good chance that those two things are independent of one another right ufos Mm. um and and aliens i'm not saying that there are no alien zooming around in UFOs because mm. that's completely likely as well. But yeah. n- I don't think just because there's a UFO, there's an alien inside of it either. Mm. Um, I think that these things have been, once again, I, yeah, the, the the Fermi paradox, right? Like, what is it possible that out of the hundreds of thousands of reported cases, right, of not only UFO sightings, alien abduction alien sightings and everything in between like is it possible that they're all lying like and it just doesn't i can't envisage like that happening everybody's just nuts Mm. yeah it just doesn't make sense to me and beyond that like having seen my own what i call ufo (laughs) right like yeah Yeah. i just you know i because i believed in it far far you you will send me that video and I'll overlay it onto this part of the yeah, YouTube definitely okay just so people can see what it is that you saw yes I think yeah. I think just generally speaking in terms of human mindset right if you have any major event happen and you have a hundred thousand witnesses if each of those witnesses were interviewed you would have overlapping facts and you would have absolute discrepancies because that is how humans work yes so i think it's reasonable to say that say out of every hundred people who have an an experience 
there's always going to be um, exaggeration in place. We are mm. storytellers by nature. That's why we sit around the fireside. We tell stories. Yeah. That's mm. how we do it. So I, I think it's 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 pretty good to say that there is going to be a percentage of them that are just imagining things. They've either had a, a bad burger or something, you know, like I said the other day. Um, but, just you know, story before humankind the show. is flawed. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, physically we are a flawed design we're not a perfect design mm. um we also have things like chemical imbalances there could be bipolar disorder there could be borderline personality disorder there could be mm. severe mental trauma um that can manifest any of these experiences mm. but i do think uh scientifically i'm not sure what the percentages are when you do a study but there will be that percentage that are being honest Mm. And that is just science. That is just recognized. Yeah. And I think that if you take the th the thread that runs through all the stories, yeah, then you can start to place together mm. where you know not necessarily where people are lying, but at least where they're definitely yeah. telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. you'll yeah. see. You know? It's called the golden thread, mm. and you will find that golden thread of truth runs through all the stories. Yeah, um, I'm learning about lives in between lives, and I'm reading hundreds of case studies written. You know, case studies. Uh, where people have died and had an experience or they're being taken through hypnosis to the point of death and what they experienced in their previous life. And there is this thing called the golden thread of truth where they all have similar words, similar designs, similar things, and they're from all over the world. They don't know each other. So that's where you find your, your glimmer of there's, truth. There's a constant. Mm. Yeah. There's a and constant. then there's lots of fluffy things around the edge, but there's that golden thread of truth. Mm. Interesting. Well, that's the, I mean, beyond us sitting here going, geez, that sounds awesome and that sounds really nice. Mm. There is a stark reality to that, that if there are, let's argue, interdimensional and or other cosmic beings yes. that are from our universe mm. um, that are visiting here, then there is a good chance that we are being surveilled. Yes, mm. yes. Well, since this show, we started recording, I've been having heart palpitations quite strongly. Perhaps has that like effect a meet, on people? Like, I miss a beat, and it's just this big... Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm not making light of the physiology. It's because he gave me free water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's... It's the way to a, a person's the heart. the water. Was it, was it sealed? <laughs> What's uh, in this water? <laughs> um, yeah, like, and that's the, I guess, the, 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 I say stark reality, because, like, I don't know how I feel about that. There is a certain loss of power when it comes to knowing that you're being observed. And I don't even know that was a Freudian slip, power, loss of power. It's more of a loss of, uh, I guess... Autonomy. Autonomy, mm -hmm. right? Like, Privacy. How do you feel like, if that is the case, Pabs, and we are being surveilled from afar, and you are no mystery to these other beings, mm. like, how does that make you sort of feel... I don't know. I, I, I think that I, I would, I'm completely indifferent to it because um, I certainly don't have any knowledge or evidence in my body that suggests that I've been abducted or surveilled or anything. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, go back to Christianity. I was just going to say, I'm going to throw it out there. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, we've mm -hmm. been surveilled mm -hmm. our whole lives, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I think it, if anything, it comes as second nature to people to, mm. to assume that they're being watched when they're alone. Yeah, okay. I was just going to say, literally, the, in the church growing up, we were told we were being watched all the time. The yeah. angels are watching. 
Yeah. God is watching. Whatever you do in private will be made public. So I don't think it's too far gone, the, the concept of being observed. I do sometimes wonder if that church mindset is linked to an ancient alien knowledge that we are being observed. I think, mm. I don't know, I think that there's an element of control with the church, mm. right? Because it's it's been proven. I mean, you sit somebody in a room by themselves with a briefcase full of money mm. and tell them they're being watched versus the person that isn't being watched. The Some person 50s that's are going to go missing. That's right, <laughs> that's right. That's I just right. put it all on the floor and lie there like a starfish. Yeah. <laughs> making so dollar like, angels. From, I get why the church would spread that message, yeah. right? Yeah. It's because like the biblical text. Because they need a good, us to behave. We need to be compliant, right? right? And yeah. it's going to keep a le- level of law and order. But mm. this is a different type of surveillance, right? Like yeah, if you this weigh is it surveillance. Up, this is, this is almost a threat, right? Like when well, you, it's, yeah, I mean, there's no the repercussion for bad action, right? Yeah. But it's like it's more um, malicious yeah, there's some, than that. There's something you know? that feels but sort of I a little different. But I hypothesize, what if it's a watching for your benefit? Well, that's where I was going to go next. We're you. painting a dark yeah. picture. Yeah. But what if they're sort of like the overseers as far as like the guiding sort of overseers, yeah. like the nurturing mm. sort of, okay, I'm yeah. going to check on my eggplants exactly <laughs> I like the idea of me being how are they coming along I like that idea right um, I'm nutritious and a fancy emoji. how are my radishes today <laughs> I'm quite plump <laughs> ready for the picking um, um. <laughs> I just like the fact that I could be a sexy emoji yeah right <laughs> nice, nice little eggplant yeah that's right there's the eggplant emoji um, okay yeah so some people have heard about the Dark Knight satellite. It's this mm. thing. It's this thing that's hypothesized to be out there in space, yeah. in orbit around Earth. Mm. They don't know what it is, as in scientists don't know what it is. Uh, they've got so close to it that they've taken a photo of it, and this thing looks like an egg from an alien. Wow. Yes. <laughs> like it, it's yeah, it's kind of elongated, and it's curved. It looks like, like a space turd. Wow. It looks right. like a space turd. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like <laughs> <laughs> Is that watching us? Is it conducting? And th- here's the other thing. There are some satellites that orbit about 10 times as far away from the moon. as, as uh, Sorry, 10 times further away than the moon is to Earth. Yeah. They orbit. And they speculate that those satellites could also have surveillance. Um, you know, there could be alien crafts. Wow. That are just, you know doing their loop around the mm. earth, surveilling, mm. checking out what's going on there. If we are being surveilled, mm. then doesn't it stand to reason that some humans are being abducted occasionally? Oh, yeah. Well, there's been a lot of reported cases of it, like quite famously, mm. um, you got the Betty and Barney Hill incident, which is mm. sort of, I mean, they, they, they talk about that case as though that's the first case, and it's not. No, there's it's just the, I guess it's the first notable case because these people that were allegedly having this experience were prominent in the community. Mm. It was uh, a black and white couple at the time, you know, so that was kind of um, taboo, mm. I suppose. Mm. Um, and... and um, it, it was, I guess, documented differently because prior to that, it's like, no, nah, you're crazy. 
You yeah. didn't. You didn't see it. You weren't taken aboard a spaceship. You were drunk, or you were using drugs, or you're just a crackpot, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then you've got Travis Walton. If you haven't seen the movie Fire in the Sky, and you have romantic notions of being abducted, perhaps that will change it for you. Mm. Which, you know, I romanticise being abducted. I've quite been quoted on the show saying, "Yeah, take me." Like, um, and I'm still with that to a degree because, like, I well, still maybe you feel have like been the, taken, Lunchy, and you I, just don't know. I can only hope when we do our, our therapy session a hypnotherapy right. i'll see I, if you have been so sandy is going to at some point put me into hypnosis <laughs> and we're going to explore whether i've been probed um <laughs> and you know what the the the, the uh. rewards outweigh the risks on that just i i could die a happy man right if you know that you have been abducted yeah would you not it would you would not a level of your soul be at ease I think you'd feel really cool because you'd have a story to tell. I'm not even in it for the story. I just know that I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit different and a bit weird. And that would be for me. It's like, okay, clears it right up. Okay. I can be at peace with that. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, yes, there'll be a story that came from it too, believe me. Though. <laughs> that, that would be my the only story I needed for the rest of my life, right? People wouldn't even need to bring it up and I'd just yeah. interject. Like, yeah. Hey, Hi, I was a once. Yeah. <laughs> over there on the other side of the street just so you know it's like could I have your Medicare card yet yes I was abducted that's all there absolutely Um, so Sandy Doritos oh god let's talk about the Dorito now let's talk Um, about this Sandy has an implant in her foot yeah that you've had um, since you were about 10 or 11, is Yeah, that so correct? around yeah. about between, say, 1989 and 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe 1991. Inter- interestingly, you don't recall being uh, abducted, Mm-mm. but you remember waking up with mm. an incision. Tell the, no, I think Sandy mm. needs to tell the story, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. Well, the reason I just closed that off is because we've been talking about abduction. You but, didn't you know, even warm anybody up mm. to it, right? You just punched them square in the face with a fish. <laughs> Right. All right, Sandy. Like tell us about the implant back in the your truck foot. Up, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I kind of touched on it in our last video, mm. um, but I, from what I remember, so bearing in mind, this is my human brain, guys. This is my memory as it is. From okay, a ten or eleven a long old, time right? ago, like, thirty plus yep. years ago, um, I woke up. And I was in a bunk bed, so I was on the bottom bunk. My sister was on the top. And I woke up, and my right foot was so painful that it hurt to walk on it. So I couldn't walk on it. Um, I got up. I was sort of hobbling around, hopping around. Um, My mum sort of said, you know, put your school shoes on. You're going to have to go to school anyway. I can't remember if I still went to school and walked around on it, but I kind of remember that it was so sore that she took me to the doctor. Yeah. So I don't think I went to school that day. How, how, sorry, just for clarity, you went to the doctor on the day of? The morning I woke up. This is my memory. It was really soon. It was still very fresh. So um, the doctor was a Nordic gentleman uh, from Norway and very, very soft-spoken and quite eerie in a way and sort of interested in supernatural stuff too as well and um i remember sitting down and he held my foot and he had a look at it and i remember mumming and eyeing and looking at it and what i remember is that he said the cut was precision like a laser cut in my foot he said this is so precise this is like 
someone has done this with a scalpel. This is really, mm. really precise. Wow, yeah. Um, and my mum, I remember, was sort of pushing a narrative of, oh, maybe she stood on a chicken bone. But my <laughs> mum was a vegetarian, and the only chicken we had in the house was really tough chicken breast or minute so, steaks so, cooked so, for 40 so, minutes. So, 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 so there was no bone <laughs> in the house. So... And I hadn't gone to the toilet, you know, walking from your bed to the loo to the back. I, there, I, and I you would remember, like, inserting a chicken bone into your yeah. foot on a midnight stroll to the fridge or to the toilet. Yeah, there would right? have been a couple of kiddie yeah. swear words. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, heck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. South African swear words <laughs> yeah. from the 80s. Oh, heck. Oh, flip, <laughs> flip. <laughs> Does hurts man of dicks? Um, <laughs> well, maybe it may be a fuck, and then mom would have smacked my bum. But so yeah, just the, the it was really painful, and and you could if you felt it, you could feel something under the skin. Like it was mm. like you could feel there was a little lump thing. My foot was little; I was only ten. Like you could feel it. Sure. Um, doctor confirmed yes, there was something palpable under the skin, but he said the way that this thing was cut was so neat. And he said that what would happen was over time, my foot would just sort of envelop it and it would just become part of me and not a problem. It wouldn't, it wasn't where I stood with my weight on the foot. He said it was to the side and it would be fine. Um, and he said he wasn't going to dig in there. It would make make a bigger scar. He said the way it was, it would just make a hairline scar and it'll be fine. Um, and then when it gets to the point, if it's very uncomfortable, I could go have surgery and take it out. But I kind of left it in. And as I was saying to you guys earlier, there's not a day goes by that I'm not aware of it. And that mm. is now, you know, 30 years. I, mm. I'm aware of it every day. I feel it every day. It's there. Mm. It's almost like itchy. Like it's there in my foot. Tingling. Kind of like, da, 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 mm. like just it's there. Wow. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the doctor because I know that you, you said eventually you ended up having an x-ray on yes. your foot. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah? So in 2014, I... Um, Okay, so my nickname was Moomoo in South mm. Africa, and my friends bought me collectively over 50 stuffed cow toys. That is a story <laughs> for another day. And I was going, I'm now 34. I need to get rid of these cow toys. Like, I really don't have time. So I was doing a photo shoot of the cow toys, but I was, like, putting them in different sex positions, hoping the photos would be funny enough that people would buy the cow toys. Sure. As one does. Um, but I was running back into the house, and my child's trike was in the pathway, and I cr- like connected my toe with the trike and just yeah. broke my toe sideways. In a it was a way, I just right? went like that. Yeah. And because I'm I'm like a tough person, I just bent down and just reset my toe like straight away. I just grabbed it and reset it before yep. it could even swell. Get so I reckon I'm not letting anyone way. else touch my toe. I'll mm. kick them in the face. I'd rather have a whack toe. Yeah. So I fixed it, <laughs> um, but it was broken. I had to go to the doctor. I went to the doctor. The doctor said, yeah, look, um, strap your foot up, but we need to take an x-ray anyway sure. um, to see if you need a little foot splint. So I was like, okay. Went and got the x-rays done. Not a problem. Looked at them. Laughed at how funny my feet look. Done. Forgot about it. And then a short while later, you know, when you find your x-rays and you're mm. like, oh, this is so funny. Let's have a look. If I, you know, if you can see farts in my stomach or whatever. I don't know. We do that sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got out the foot ones. And I'm holding it up to the light, and it's the old ones, you know, where you hold it up. And yeah, you yeah, see. yeah, They don't do that so much now, but I was holding it up, and I just went, oh, my God, oh, my God. And there in the side of my foot is this triangular-shaped little corn chip. Yes. Oh, and wow. I was like, whoa, that's the thing. It's the first time I've ever seen this thing. Like, you know, you, you know it's there, and you've got the scar, and you, you've had the experience, but I'd never actually seen it. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Wow. It's really there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, 
that's that's wow. that. Wow. So um, you misplaced the X-ray. Just oh, well, to, just leaving to be the country, sure, leaving South Africa. Because otherwise we would yeah. be putting an image of it here. And yeah. you, that was when you were in South Africa. Yeah. And so in yeah. the transition, you, you lost it, which is yeah. which sucks. If I could break my toe again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Um, it does suck. I did. Um, I kind of. There was so much stuff left in storage that we were meant to bring over in a container, and we just never did. Mm, so. Okay. Um, it's somewhere in a container in one of my family's backyard somewhere. But, yeah, phenomenal Far seeing out. it with my eyes. You know, kind mm. of, it was actually quite emotional. I remember being quite emotional because, you know, you tell the story and you tell your stories. But to be able to actually validate it with an image and I was able to show my friends and stuff, it's phenomenal to be able to really do that. It's mm. quite life-changing in a way. It, like, validates you in your experience. And, and like Pabs and I to a degree... Our listeners are going to have to take this on faith. Yeah, and, I mean, I haven't got like, anything to, to this, really gain. And this is the thing, right? Like, I there's a very serious undertone to this, mm. right? And I hate to be that guy, right? Mm. Uh, but I have to be. We we were forewarned about coming out with this episode, mm. right? Because I mean, I'll premise this with. You know, let's take this on face value for what it is, and if this is correct, yeah, um, studies and 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 I guess uh, past experiences from other people would suggest that if you if this if you are being surveilled mm. and this has been put, then then you know this affects your family, yeah, and this affects me and Pabs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We meet um, that challenge head on. It's, it's funny, and I'm not going yeah. to allude to say that I know what's going on, but shortly no. after meeting with you, mm. I had my first tangible UFO experience. Mm. By, by tangible, I mean I caught it on film. Yeah. And then yeah. got to, I got to surveil the surveiller. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and like, for real. Yeah. And other weird things have been happening since. Mm. And we were warned against this very thing. And yeah. the person that, that <laughs> told me, like, uh, knows what I'm like. I'm enjoying every bit of it, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but and, and, and for people listening at home where you might have ethical concerns also, like, Sandy, you were all good and, and approachable in talking about this sort of yeah. stuff. Like, this, there wasn't a gun sort of held against no. your head at all, no. right? And I just hashtag... want to clear that up because this does touch on the, the ethical sort of, yeah. uh, there could be a conundrum there. Right, yeah, yeah. and if this is bringing up trauma for you, then there are places you know that you you are able to call and get support for this sort of stuff, and and mm. just flick us a message if you need some help trying to locate services. Um, yeah. As far as I mean, it's, it is real. If you if you have had an mm. experience, um, any sort of alien encounter, you know, people sometimes do laugh. They don't really take you seriously. But the people I've spoken to on the coast, there's a lot of activity here. The yeah. Central Coast is a real. Real place, you know, a portal place. And if it has happened, then go and talk to somebody who will take you seriously. Mm. Um, someone that will acknowledge you and validate you and help you deal with whatever it is. Some people are quite traumatized. Um, I'm not so much traumatized. I think as we were talking about earlier, um, I have seen, I've had weird things happen to me in a good way that I know is linked to that. Like the songs and stuff that I've mm. written. Yeah, um, we touched you on guys. that yeah, prior yeah. to the episode. Like um, Sandy said that, some songs have just been like streamed to her yeah and she just sits down you have the knowledge and the ability to compose these songs and write them but you didn't write them 
You they just come right through them. It just me. comes mm. through you when you just like listen yeah. and, and, and code. Yeah. And right? I mean, they're full orchestral pieces, um, mm. multiple languages, harmonies and things like that. Oh, Lyrics and everything just comes some, through. This has had some really positive repercussions for you mm. as, as a... Uh, a, a frequency receiver, which we'll get yeah. into. But <laughs> yeah, let's not actually, kid I like ourselves. That. I like that. I think that's right? Cool let's not kid ourselves here. This yeah. is the same person that went for a bit of late night chicken cordon bleu and ended up having to exercise some shit, right? Like, yeah, I remember literally. you telling us, so like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> ribs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. Last episode. Yeah. Watch it. So, like... Yeah, yeah and full-on court it's photos mixed, of apparitions. And I guess at that point, it's got to be about perception, right? Yeah. Because as, as sort of daunting as those experiences are, if you weren't quite so uh, bubbly, right, that could be some pretty horrifying yeah. shit. Yeah. It's interpretation, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like... As we've learned on this show, if you believe it, like, it works. Yeah. And so, like, from your output alone on your experiences, it's working for you. Yeah. I've yeah. kind of, I've, I've recognised every weird little synchronicity, every strange, unexplained phenomena, and I've verbalised it, recognised it. And the more I've done that, the more it's happened. Mm. Um, mm. But, yeah. My my whole life since that age has just been so weird, like weirdest connections and stuff. And so people you, you who feel make some friends with me, happened, right? oh yeah. yeah, yeah, people who make friends with me start having paranormal experiences in their lives and Can start confirm. experiencing things. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, I'm not quite there yet, right? So, like, you're, lay it on me. You're, you're, you're always the guy in the corner, right? In this scenario, I don't know what it is. You've just, got like a repel. Are you holding out on me or what? <laughs> I don't go as far as to blame you, but I, you could, like, regardless of whether that's the case or whether this is purely coincidental, it's still a bit fucking, there's something to it, right? Like, that's odd. Mm. It's odd. I mm. mean, stuff stuff oh. is accelerating. You know, everyone that I know who is open to this sort of thing, um, whether it be paranormal experiences, alien encounters, it's yeah, ramping things, up. There's I get that something sense as going well, on. Sandy. I really do. It's I get, ramping up. It's Frequency strange, and eh? strength. Mm. Yeah, it's a strange thing. And you know what? I'm all for it. Life can be boring. Let's enjoy this stuff. It's so much fun. It's so wonderful to be able to think outside the box and just have fun with it. Yeah. It doesn't have to become a massive theoretical philosophy. It can just be something you thoroughly enjoy and experience and be a part of. Um, and I think it's good to just give ourselves permission. Just enjoy it. Mm. There's so much more to the world around us. hundred percent. hundred percent. And that's been my attitude as yeah. well. Like all the way through is like, yeah, bring it on. Um, however, there are probably some circumstances in which that statement does not hold water. Mm. We talked about this possibly um, implicating family mm. or, or, or friends, right, as has been the mm. case with you, um, because it takes on a different meaning then, mm. right? Because, like, and you can attest to this, like being a parent, you are solely responsible for protecting your children, mm. yeah, in yeah. a way that nobody else can. Yeah. And so, like, for me, that... As much as I'm like, hey, E.T., fuck, you missed a stop. Like, come back to my house, right? Mm. The, the the thought of that happening to my kids, yeah. like, is quite terrifying for me. Yeah. Now, I'm not someone who scares easily. But yeah. that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. So, like, how do you tell me? 
as far as your kids having any experiences or reporting any experiences or you being able to talk about their experiences, like has there been any, let's call it flow on effect? Okay, so I just believe if my children are destined to have this sort of experience, I would hope that they would have inherited enough ability to cope from me, mm. that I would have at least spoken to them enough about it, that they would know they're going to be okay, that they can cope with whatever's thrown their way. Now, with regards to my children, my eldest is quite focused and in the now, not very super spiritual and supernatural. My youngest has got a lot of sort of supernatural stuff that has happened around her, and she has an ability to do healing. So if I have been very ill or had a bad headache, she'll come and lay her hand on my forehead and she shuts her eyes and I'm looking at her and she says, I'm just pushing this, she'll name a color, a color into, and my pain will go away. And she says when she sees people, she sees a color over them and she can tell you what color everyone is and what that means, almost as if she can see them energetically. Um, now, both of my kids are different their births were really weird amazing magical experiences very strange phenomenon happened in the labor room but the one day sitting on the on the train now i wrote a song about my eldest called star child and because he was meant to be deformed and all sorts of horrible things and came out perfect like amazing baby mm. now on the train we're sitting coming back from sydney and i've got my son next to me and my daughter and my ex-partner and this guy comes up and he's dressed in a nice suit and he's got a Gosford Library badge sort of on his shirt and he's sitting down and he just won't stop staring at me. Mm. And he won't stop staring at my son, but like in a really incredulous way. And I'm just going, I'm going to punch your fucking face. Yeah, like, yeah, stop yeah. staring What's at me. What's wrong again. with your eyes? <laughs> and as we're coming into Gosford, I said to the kids, okay, so I'll stop. And, and we're kind of just passing woi woi. And he gets up and he comes over and I'm ready to dick. <laughs> and, <laughs> and at that time, I've got, I've got this 1950s blonde quaff, red lips, you know, dressed up. I'm ready to dick him in the nuts. <laughs> and he comes over and he goes, I have, I'm so embarrassed, but I. I have a message for you. And I'm going, oh, my God, ice is a thing. And he says, no, I really, I have a message for you. Can I tell you? <laughs> so I'm like, sure, weirdo, say what you will. And he looks at me and he says, you are from the stars. And I just was like, thank you, yeah. And he goes, and he looks at my son and he goes, and that is a star child. But that's the song I wrote about my son. And I go, okay. And he says, you have a message to bring and you are not from here. You are a star person. And this child is going to do things in their life. They are a star child. And he said, I'm so embarrassed. I don't believe in any weird stuff. But this voice was so strong telling me I had to tell you. And he said, I'm so sorry. Have a lovely day. And he got off the train. It's a and, weird and thing I was for like, a kid to say, right? Like, he was a grown-up. Oh, I was a grown-up. Yeah, sorry, like, I took yeah. the bad. He yeah, was like okay, gray yeah. hair. Listen, he was an older guy. And yeah, I was like... Right what the hell? And I looked at Luca and Luca's like, how did he know? You wrote that song about me, Star Child, and I'm Star Viking. And it was just so weird. And then when my youngest was a baby, okay, so my babies both could speak by the age of eight months, fluent by the age of one. Um, my little one, she was four months old and she could stand on her own. Hmm. Four months old. I've got photos of her standing, holding on my leg, watching TV, like just insane, tiny little thing. Mm -hmm. And at the age of three and a half months, she could say mu for milk and ama for mother. And if she wanted milk, she could tell me with little signs she made up that she needed to feed. Mm -hmm. um, very, very sharp. And she had these piercing eyes. They look like opals, piercing, piercing blue eyes and pointed ears like a pixie. 
So I had her on my hip and I had just done a show in this big school in, in South Africa, in Durban. And we went through to the principal's office just to say goodbye and, you know, um, wish them well and see them next year for the show. And this the, the lady, the principal, she looked up and she said, I have to just say something to you. And I've been, it's been coming through the whole time we've been in the school premises and I feel so shy, but I need to tell you. And I said, tell me what? And she goes, your child is from the stars. And I was like, but then I didn't know about star liking either. Mm. And I went, okay, thank you so much. You know, like, okay. And then she said, and I want you to read up about the Atlanteans because I believe your child is from the Atlantean line. Mm. And I was like, what? And I then went home and did a whole lot of research. And my child is different. She's quirky. She's very, very different. She lives her whole life as an absolute eccentric. So eccentric. And just cre weird. Just mm. different. Different energy. So I've had those two experiences where someone literally called out and said the word star in relation to my children. What a that okay. I mean, is that's, that that's not normal? No, to that's, have that's not normal. That's, educated I'm adults going, tell sorry, you that I'm going. stuff. <laughs> so, like, the takeaway from that, uh, like, it's weird, man. <laughs> it's like it's weird. I'm fully aware that my child may be uh, attacked, but hopefully they've got the armor. Yeah. Yeah. That they can handle that, it. That, that, I just, I, it's taken on a new meaning for me, right? And and once again, like, I'm super happy that you've had experiences, you know, weird, yes, but it's awesome, so even more so, right? <laughs> like, like really, uh, interpretation, yeah, right? Because, like, like, I don't get those sorts of weird experiences in the sense that, like, random people make themselves known to me. I just have weird mm. shit happen to me mm. but usually don't involve another person okay right? and so like oh i just i'm I, I there is something to be wary of and mm. that just changes the entire thing because and that's what's unknown. dawning on me it's now like I, I realize how how sort of light-hearted I've been around this topic mm. you know and not to say that it's overly worrying I'm not in a state of like fucking mm. you know I'm, this so is you're, what, what you're saying is like what if what if someone wigs out and is getting messages and I mean god forbid abducts one of your children no I know that's Do you know what I mean like, like, is that, that what you're thinking lunchy like is it is, you know yeah like I just I'm looking at like yeah okay it's fair enough we can look at the lighter side of this mm. and yeah. we can look at the fascination and the awe but we need mm. to be aware of the threat as well it's the unknown and yeah yeah that's mm. right I guess that's all it is right so like I'm mm. not going to let that side win in my head but yeah. we're saying before like you know you 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 you're sort of, sort of protective over your children and, and mm. so naturally I think about that and I'm like well I said earlier if I see like an alien put hands on my kids it's like all right let's go but like really in reality it's like can't yeah, give him another probe like yeah, one for the mouth as well like yeah. you know what i mean because you're quite powerless to this is, and that's the overwhelming sense i'm getting it the, like the it or not a lot of these cases when when people are being transported oh well abducted yeah, yeah. okay they report actually being taken through solid objects they report oh, going yeah. through their wall of their bedroom yeah. 
you know, and they're quite aware of it as it's yeah. happening. And it's not until they regress later on through either hypnotherapy yeah. or, um, you know, they come to of their mm. own sort of doings and they say, like, they remember going through a mm. window that was closed, going yeah. through an incredible... You think you're safe in that house? Mm. Yeah, no. what? you got some walls around you. Bah! Mm. Like, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. and that sense of, you know, people are so secure, right? They're so secure in their four walls. Like, and they take mm. that away it's from true. them. But yeah. like you said, it all boils down to simply the unknown. It's just the unknown. And that protective instinct does kick in regarding kids and family and loved ones and stuff. But at the same time, you kind of have to let it go. And that's also a good place to be. Just say, you know what? going to let it go. I am there for them. If anything happens, I'm there to support and love them through whatever they go through, and I'm always going to be available. You know, you hear that term ally a lot in mm. the sort of uh, LGBTQ community. And yeah, yeah. I believe it also needs to be applied to the supernatural community, to the alien abduction community. Oh, as yeah, well. we're allies for sure. Allies. Right? Just mm. if people know that you're available to listen yeah, and man. talk and non judgmental, 100%. Um, you're doing mm. the best you possibly can in that time to just lessen the grief, lessen the trauma. And that's that's all we really can do. I'm very lucky. I've had fantastic friends and loved ones that have taken me seriously when I've told them these weird, funny stories. Yeah, they, they don't just go, oh, you're bullshitting. They're just like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Let's research it together. And I, I feel like different. we need to, as a community, um, deal with people who have had experiences in the same light that we deal with vic other victims of crime. Yeah. And like the first, the golden rule is never, ever discredit what the person is saying. Lived experiences mm. are valid experiences. That's right, 100%. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this has got, yeah, pause for thought, right? So yeah. let's keep it moving along. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> or um, Lima, Lima Syndrome. Which yeah. is the opposite. So Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. people, listeners may or may not be aware, people are attacked. There's a condition in which it, it changes their thinking and they basically empathise and fall in love with the attacker. Mm. Yeah. Is there a chance for people who have been abducted that this is happening. I mean, you've taken... you. I sort of had these questions written before we met with you today because I, I couldn't quite remember how you reflected on your experiences, yeah. but it's kind of like you've said, it's kind of been a mixed bag because you're aware of it. Sometimes it's downright irritating. Yeah. But for the large part, you're at peace with it. Because and so that's this so question much, is less yeah. towards you now. Yeah, yeah. But I still think that it's, it holds some water when we talk about Stockholm Syndrome in... A scenario where somebody is being taken against their own will, well, and then they Sandy defend has, their experience. She's, yeah. she's, she has said you have said that sometimes you wish you didn't have it. Sometimes you wish you could take it out. Like mm. it's, it's kind of like because you're just always aware of it, yeah. right? Like yeah. the implant we're talking about here, mm. right? So, mm. um, but ultimately, how do you feel about it? What's, what's the thing? Is it, is it a pro or a, or a uh, negative for you? Well, I. You know, belief is a is a personal thing. It's a subjective thing. My belief doesn't have to influence the truth at all. But I believe that there is some sort of kind of like a portal or what was I saying earlier? It's almost like it's a, a link up. Simultaneously a, a, a transmitter and a receiver. And a receiver, like a mm. link up. And, you so know, it's not tracking you or anything. It's I don't more feel just that like it's following me. Communicating. Yeah. I feel mm. as though there's just a constant link up. 
That's, that's the first time I've ever described it like that. Other than, you know, today's the first I time. I would argue that it's, why couldn't it be all of those things? Because yeah. if this is that advanced, if we are talking about alien technology or mm. interdimensional technology yeah. or a range of other non-Earth-bound technologies. Mm. Could be a, could be anything. Could it, be, it could be a, a Bluetooth 10.0. Yeah, that's right. You could just be like, not a Dorito, you could be a dongle. Yeah. Like you could, you know what I mean? Like uh, it could be a, a tracking, but not like mm. thinking about a superior race, yeah. technologically superior race, you would argue that it's all of those things. And it's probably storing information as well from what we know about people who have been tagged, right? Mm. Um, we, there's been a lot of discussion in uh, the use of alien organic materials such as crystals because of their capacity mm. to store information and do lots of other wonderful things. Yeah. I'm, my, mm. my imagination is taking off, so yeah. just maybe move <laughs> on, Paz. <laughs> well, as you were talking, um, you know, I don't. you guys know I do a lot of sort of psychic stuff as well. Yes. And, and I help talk to people who've passed on and help people with mm. medium work, and I think it's all linked to this thing. Um, while you're talking, just have this voice in my head, and I'm gonna sound like a psycho. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm just gonna say it. Sorry, just whack the mic. So, as you're talking, there's just this voice in my head, and it might even be the blue lady just saying, We don't really track you, we don't really care what you're doing day to day. What we need is for you to be a mouthpiece, we need oh. to part, we need you to be saying things, wow. but positively, not negative stuff. Um, I, I believe that this whole I live your truth is that's what I'm meant to be saying. Mm. I've been through a very, very rough 20 years <laughs> and now I'm standing in a position where my entire focus is on creating an inclusive space, promoting love of one another, um, allyship, listening to one another, healing trauma, um, basically being a safe earth and a safe harbor for people to come to but then also encouraging those around me to become that as well um, it's almost like my whole message now is about where do we go from here how do mm. we work together how do we heal rifts between nations and cultures and groups um yeah so it's not all, so much tracking me it's all ideals I that i subscribe say. to everything you just said exactly what i endeavor to be so if yeah. the blue lady's listening like that wasn't an offensive jab like <laughs> you know like I, I totally agree i think that that's that's um but we do have to consider if there is one race and this is something that's been widely debated mm. then there is lots of races out there yeah we talked to billy tenby no yeah billy Ten bears to bone, yeah, and and discovered this similar scenario in the paranormal world. Yeah, there are spirits of people who have been here. Yeah, there are spirits who aren't human, and then there's other things. And he described, and that was kind of bone chilling, right? Mm -hmm. Babs, remember that when it was like, then there's the other things. And yeah, like, I can conquer. Ah! <laughs> like, and they're the ones yeah. that intend harm. There is, so, like, there are bad spirits. Would you yeah. not? deduct that from this situation as well so surely there's you've got peaceful beings that are communicating with you yeah and then there's going to be i'm assuming lots of races for with different intentions yeah there's got to be the other things there's mm. always dark side there has to be yeah. right because it's a that's the way i live my life it's like yeah. the whole yin yang thing right yeah. there's there's a bit of everything and everything it's all balancing yeah. out can i tell you about what i've been told yes in my of songs course. that downloads yes. my songs so for those of you who don't know, I've done a trilogy of albums um, 
under the guise of the Star Viking and the role of the Star Viking. And all of the songs tell the story of this race, and it's meant to be for a musical eventually, a big pop opera musical that tells the story of this race of Star Vikings and their move from their planet to a new planet. And the baddies that have come through in the songs, the storylines, they're called the Rustmongers. And I was always like, why Rustmongers? Like, why? And this, the message came through that rust, once it's infiltrated metal, what does it do? Mm. It spreads it's and it yeah. eats away and it breaks the integrity of whatever structure it's infiltrated. Mm. And I was told that there are people operating on Earth and there are entities operating on Earth that are rust mongers. Their sole purpose is to insert rust into whatever good and positive and wonderful structures have been set up and built by government systems, schooling systems, humans. This rust, you see it in Facebook in your comments. You guys were just saying that you'd done a post about the trans community. And that oh, yes, rust came through immediately, right? Yes. You had built this beautiful structure. Hello, guys. We want to support the trans people. And these rust mongers came in and just inserted their rust and just absolutely broke the integrity of that whole post. Mm. So that's what I see as the baddies are these rust things. Just to clarify on that a little bit. I know you <laughs> wanted to have a say, so I just segued in so, there for you. So I'm not going to mention any names, but we, um, Pab's is quite um, quite a mover in the space that we're talking about. There is a, a certain Central Coast Community page um, on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the name of it is. Uh, it's, it's along those guys, though. Uh, and 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 we were we were looking for. Quite often, we reach out for guests uh, and use that as one of the tools to Which do is that. How because, I met you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and right. sometimes it, it works for good, mm. and then sometimes these. Rust mongers, yes, <laughs> right? that's the name. Get on board. So we asked for a, a transgender person that has um, transitioned. Um, I guess physiologically is the yes. correct term, uh, and we got nothing but a lot of um, ridicule. Like, and not even towards us. There was one, and I wish I remembered her name because I'll call her out on it. I just don't. Um, who said that we were all shit and we were using that as an excuse for nefarious purposes to actually try and attack somebody, which, fuck up. Listen to the podcast, dick. Like, we don't attack fucking people unless it's people like you. Fuck mm. off. Um, uh, but what we actually wanted to do was have an open and honest discussion around, I guess, their lives and their experience and, yeah. and, and how they see themselves and, you know, I guess, for the overall purpose of trying to help, yeah. not trying to hurt. And, yeah. like, the response was shocking. You need to pull your heads in. Yeah, yeah, it was unexpected. Unexpected. Mm. I think we need to post this episode there, Mm. (laughs) because there are the good ones, right? There are. I'm going to argue that the the majority of these people on that page are actually really cool people. Yeah, yeah. But there are some fucking dicks. Mm. There are, there are, and you know, I think it's more of a sign of immaturity, like, yeah, and and and, and just largely not thinking. What it what it really made me see was that our society is not mature enough. We're not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why aliens aren't coming, right? Yeah, Out I mean, open. you know, now open that box up to aliens, and pff, are you, you kidding? Know, you know, the, the the amount like earlier in the episode off. we it's like we we're spoke a petri dish. we spoke about the number of experiences people have had, yeah. and yeah. there must be this golden thread of truth mm. that sort of underlies all of it. Everyone just discounts it. I know. Everyone just writes it off. Yeah. As, I know. M- you know, mumbo jumbo. 
And it doesn't yeah. affect me the fact because I know people are stupid largely, right? And that, I'm not discluding myself from that. I'm stupid in some Humanity ways too. Humanity is right? flawed. Mm. Um, what 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 got me was like you didn't have to say anything. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have, have to, to stop their day. You know to what I mean? Like, like yeah. <laughs> anyways, look, let's move on right on past that. Um, yeah, we're we'll, just side-eyeing you, Rasmongers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> moving on, moving on. You've had your moment like of fame that. now, it's, so let's move on. It's got a bit of a positive thing to it, right? Because I'm not swearing at people if we call them Rasmongers. Yeah, <laughs> right? and like it's the Russ word Mungus. that was given, hey? Well, it's interesting to know that, you know, that pervades the universe, if mm. that's true, if yeah. what the message you received is true. It's not just yeah. Earth, you know. Mm. It's, it's, on, it's probably on many levels, and... You know, sometimes you you follow some ideology and you think, like communism, you know, the 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 ultimate outcome of communism is noble. Yeah. But you know, you can't achieve it. Well, you know, getting there not is not ready for that either. Getting right? there is like the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. That's you, right. Let's just make sure we get rid of everybody who doesn't believe, and, the, yeah, and we'll be down to five hundred million. And <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. You know. Um, Okay, well, we were going to close off on simulation theory and see if we could, you know, um, make sense of this somehow utilising our scientific <laughs> brains. <laughs> and for those of you watching, you can see the way Pablo's looking at me. <laughs> no, look, so I'm not saying that I subscribe. Because this was your idea, by yeah, the way. I, I do recall this being I, I semi-subscribe to sim elements of simulation theory, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. And the reason I'm so on the fucking fence about that is because I haven't got enough pieces on the board yet to say one mm. way or the other. But but I certainly see connections, okay? Yeah. So, like, if we are living in a simulated universe, then we could argue, and, and our existence is a program of ones and zeros, then you could argue that everything within it is also simulated. Yes. Including aliens, including interdimensional beings, including all the heebie-jeebies that we talk about, and the the. Oh, I just had a revelation. Did you? Even the afterlife could be part of the program. It's a pro well, or because, yeah. like, you know how you know when you watch a movie and and then there's a backstory that's mm. not part of the movie, mm. but if a, if that backstory wasn't there, then the, then the movie wouldn't I be dare, as rich. That's right. I dare say, like, the afterlife life is more at this point if we are subscribing to simulation theory as a reclamation of assets, right? So, like, what does a programmer do? A programmer uses assets to design. Yeah, in dead space, those assets don't cease to exist; they're just stored. Mm. Okay, I've put some thought into that, right? So, like, aliens. Where do they fit in with simulation theory if they are like us in the sense that they don't know why they're here either, right? Mm. And they mustn't know why they're here or else why would they be zooming around tagging people with Doritos? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, what? what's the overall... Because they are. That's the process, tagging people like cattle for either good or nefarious purposes, yeah. right? Then that tells me clearly they don't understand why they're here as well. But then does that mean that you believe that we are just souls or we're just spirits? Well, Pabs and I have discussed this under the and influence, that, right? Where are we kept... No, we kept no, 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 in no. chambers. Are we we're, kept we're, on a server? We came to it. We solved this. Because <laughs> my brain, I'm now going. Well. Pabs and I have already solved this equation uh, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. We're an image of an image of an image of an idea. Okay. <laughs> mm. 
That would take far many more drugs, right? Yeah, I was just gonna, okay. Uh, so, like, what we what we we figured out in our thoughts that there is a source. Okay. Yeah. The source is completely desolate and alone, but all powerful. Okay. The source. We are merely projections of the source. Okay. There is and there is some substance substance <laughs> between us and the source, which is called the spirit. Okay. The spirit is what is eternal, as insofar as the source is eternal, or insofar okay. as the source allows it to be eternal. We exist if the source exists, okay. and the conduit is the spirit. And the okay. spirit allows us to have the human experience, mm. and 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 it acts it acts <laughs> as the break. Yeah. It as it acts as the break between the source and the human, okay. right? So there, there has to be a wall there. Because if we knew that we all stem from the source, then we would cease to be able to communicate in an in an unknowing way. Yeah. You know, like the fact that we can have a conversation and I don't know what you're thinking and you don't know what I'm thinking. There's a, yeah, it keeps you coming back for more. It's right? entertaining. It's a mystery. Mm. You know? Mm. But okay. in, all of that can fit in a simulation. If yes. you think about okay. it. If you yeah. think about it, all of that could fit in a simulation. And in fact, it would probably be the most logical way to establish mm. a simulation. To have a source. To have, yeah. you know, barriers between the source and the subject. Yeah. You know? Or indeed you are a conduit for the programmers. Okay. With your Doritos. Mm-mm. And 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 maybe so I'm like the NPC you. or something. Well, yeah, the NPC. Am I the but cat you may that's be. Glowing and I'm going to give you a this, quest. This, a if you quest. look at equilibrium as it is, and we're talking about the yin and the yang, then yeah. if you are the positive counterpart, and you're trying, you're being, you're being up. Information's being uploaded to you, and yeah. and your sole purpose is to, to, in a non-biblical way, preach messages of good yeah right yeah then where's your counterpart that's just, that's I'm, I'm a, divorcing him in january the star viking and the the, the rust monger king yeah. or whatever yeah like you know what i mean so like it falls under all of these things i was mm. going to a point and i'm lost in my own brain now. yeah <laughs> the thing is the, the nemesis <laughs> oh <laughs> The nemesis takes many shapes, I think. That was a very elegant way to just note that you forgot what you were going to (laughs) say. I was leading to somewhere like... uh, I could watch it unraveling. I was just like watching it unravel. Yeah. Uh, It was good, though. Yeah, so that's where we're at. You're, you're, You're in touch directly with the programmers. Perhaps these, if you want to look at it in a different light, maybe the these these... The blue lady, as you describe her, yeah. is one of the programmers. Robbo. Yeah. We call him Robbo. You yeah. call her the blue lady. Yeah. What's um, her name? Dinah. Ah. That, and I was told that, that by actually, another person, yeah, yeah. by a light healer, she contacted me and I had had this profound experience. And then this lady contacted me. She goes, you've seen this person in the in another realm. Um, she was blue in color. She's come to me and let me know. Please call her by her name. She's Dinah. And I was like, what You the have fudge? such a romantic imagery of, of your... Uh, is it fair to Diana. call her a guide? Well, I think of her as a guide. Um, I also think of her as interdimensional, as another type of being. Yeah. My, my, my programmer is Robbo. 
Okay. He turns up to work late with his shirt untucked largely. <laughs> and he creates multiple... He's constantly under the pump and so he creates clones. Yeah. There's, there's doppelgangers of lunchy out there, lots of them. I'm not oh, sure wow. if you saw that episode. Pablo pulled up I've my doppelgangers, doppelgangers, right? I've got a yeah. couple. Yeah. To the point where I was like, when was I there? Yeah. Like, it was uncanny, I'll right, check it Babs? Out. It was yeah. uncanny. Like... Yuka Lunchy and uh, Barbie Lunchy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, um, I've, I've met... Isa Lunchy. Isa Lunchy. Isa that's Lunchy. <laughs> I've met two of my doppelgangers in the flesh, and then the third one I've only heard about. So I'll tell you really quick, okay? So when I was young, I used to go take part in this thing called Soul Survivor. It was like a Christian-type weekend, and it was a really big deal. And there was... One of my best friends is called was called Talita, and I was almost dating her brother, but we were so similar that my mother yelled at her to get in the car and her boyfriend kissed me and I smacked, I smacked him on the face and he was like, he was like, Talita. I'm like, who the hell are you? I'm not Talita. I'm like, what the hell? So Talita and I knew each other. We were friends and we used to dress the same specifically to confuse people. We were that similar. <laughs> that alike. Um, right. And then we then parted ways. We're still friends, but parted ways. And then I met a lady from Norway called Kristen who came to live in Durban. And again, people just were phoning me. She had just arrived with the whole church had met her at the church and they were already phoning me going, oh my God, we thought you had walked off the plane. <laughs> and she's so similar to me. It was really, it was like we were non-identical twins, but so close. And then I went to another event and this group of people came up to me and said, oh my God, you look just like Talita. And I said, yes, I know, you know, I know I've met her. And they were like, how? Like, she's not here. I'm like, no, I've known her for a long time and her brother Etienne, she doesn't have a brother. So I said, what do you mean? They're like, no, you're identical to Talita. They show me a photo and it's me. It's another Talita. It's yeah. me and it's another Talita yeah, from see. East London. Robo, mate, pick that's up a, your That's hell. a simulation theory. Right, so that's uh, what Someone you know, did tick write, in the box copy, right copy, there. paste, copy, paste. That's right, exactly. He's like, make multiples, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Robo cuts corners big time. I'd love to see that that episode, actually. Because it's, it's a phenomenal thing. And even to this day, if I get pictures of those two and I show my kids I go who's that they go that's you but you look weird in that shirt it's not me it's those it's either Talita or Kristen mm. even to this day my kids can't tell us apart yeah it's a phenomena all of its own yeah um, which we discovered yeah, yeah. it's weird yeah. it's weird man that, that well is deep alright yeah but now we need to find Pablo's twins yeah there are none of me we need to do a reverse Seven. Google search, search on a photo of his face I, I did try uh, yeah, 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 of course I did. In preparation for the doppelganger, I couldn't come in here unarmed. Right? Uh, I had ammunition. But That's amazing. I, I, um, you need to go to Chile. You were no, no, no. Where do you think I was looking, bro? Like I, I wasn't Isn't looking at China for you. Like when there's a website where they they match you. So up, like I was looking, com or Yeah, something. so I was looking at um, largely Chilean. Um, people around your age you are quite unique however <laughs> and this isn't a jab like if we forward aged you a little bit right perhaps you know into your, your late 40s there is a resemblance between you and pablo escobar if you were like not if you were not careful in your diet for the next <laughs> yeah. 10 years and started like abusing drugs heavily like there is an, there's a resemblance dude right yeah. but i think it's just feature it's uh uh like um facial structure it's not yeah. necessarily like that what you're talking about like yeah. this people say i look indian 
actually. Indian? Yeah. I no, I think Portuguese, people are drunk. Italian, yeah, Portuguese, Italian, Spanish. Yeah, no, you Indian. couldn't mistake it. I couldn't mistake you for anything else. Like, no, I went, I went having... to um, Thailand, uh, not, uh, to Fiji, and yes. there's a lot of um, Indo-Fijians there, yeah. and, and they're like, you look like one of us. Wow. <laughs> but, I mean, have you ever done your ancestry? Have you done No. Your, you should do it because you might yeah. have been sort of through the trade routes. You know, you might have a oh, number possibly. of different We should totally do you. our genealogy for the show. It was Arjun yeah. and it was life-changing. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, okay, let's do let's it. Because yeah. I've so got Neanderthal you... on every single line of my DNA. Like oh, wow. every single oh. line. I have quite wow. a few points that are Neanderthal completely. That's so as far am... back as it goes? Yeah, so I'm not completely human. God, wow. And I yeah, fucking we... love All it. All right, that's, that's a, we've got to do that. Must. Yeah. 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 They had bigger brains. They were apparently very artistic. Yeah. And my dad literally looked like a Neanderthal, so I mean, I totally believe it. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Long arms, big hands, big nose. Thank you, Sandy, yeah. for coming Thank and you, sharing Sandy. your experience with us. No, we know it it's cool. nothing to be laughed at, um, and we appreciate being able to access people like you who are willing to talk. And, and you know, thank you to the listeners for sitting in and sticking it out, um, you know, regardless of what you believe. It's uh, yeah. not a bad concept to be able to walk around with your mind open as opposed to being a Central Coast community page member or a, uh, or a <laughs> rust munger yeah, yeah 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 that's yeah. right we were talking about rust mungers right. and you know as i say as i've said before i say all of this kind of with a pinch of salt because of the human ability to like you said romanticize to change things up mm. you know I, I know there there will be slight changes here and there in the story and stuff like that but the lived experience still stands mm. um and i know i know some of it sounds so bizarre i know i have a rational brain i'm a clever person mm. it's like oh my god but my lived experience definitely says otherwise and mm-hmm. I, I have to honor that and really tell my story mm. whether it gets me in trouble or people laugh at me it doesn't matter oh 100 okay. right like it doesn't once you're at that level no, it doesn't faze okay. you the same way mm. yeah. no 100 yeah well yeah thank you thank you all thank you and welcome aboard welcome aboard welcome <laughs> aboard